1: head over to my website www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. You'll also be able to find the various services that we provide at IVF Australia. So today we're going to talk about male infertility, which is in the news this morning because a new study, which is to be presented at um, the European Fertility Society, is once again saying male fertility has declined over the last 35 years. It's a study looking at sperm collected from men in the the 70s and comparing their average sperm counts with those in this century and showing an up to 50% decline in sperm numbers. This is obviously uh, of concern, if it's really true, I have to say there have been a number of publications over the last 5 to 10 years suggesting that this is the case and that you know we need to be concerned. Each of those studies has had some significant methodological question marks over them because the way in which sperm tests are done today are different from what they were 40 years ago, that the populations of men that were looked at some 30 or 40 years ago We're not necessarily the same blokes that are donating sperm today. So there is question marks, but again and again now we're getting publications of research which does suggest that there's a trend in that direction. I was on a radio station this morning being asked questions about this particular study and and, uh, I was asked whether we were heading for extinction and uh, that the as sperm counts decline, will that mean that our fertility will substantially decline, and ultimately we'll be left with women without men with sperm but uh, I don't think we need to go that far, and that's probably evolutionarily it's going to be a highly unlikely event but um it, but it is still is is of concern. The average sperm count for men is quoted as being around seventy million per mil. now. To get a normal rate of conception, you really only need 15 million per mil, provided that the majority are swimmers and that there's a good number of normally shaped sperm. So if you halve 70 million, even if that's true, 35 million for most men is going to be enough to produce normal pregnancy. So I don't think we need to get too fussed. But perhaps the guy who 40 years ago had counts of, 15 or 20 million and and that's now declined to 7 to 8 million then perhaps that guy has to worry or that group of men need to be concerned because that's taking them into the infertile range so it wouldn't be totally out of this world that there will be an increased group of men who will be the cause of infertility that weren't there 30 to 40 years ago but it's still going to be a small percentage of the total male population. So why was the other question that I was being asked this morning on radio? Why should the sperm counts be declining? Well, there are various theories in relation to this phenomenon. Mostly it's the environment that's being blamed and what we eat and what what is in the food that we might be eating that might be interfering with spermatogenesis. So the first question mark is over the meat we eat and perhaps even the greens we eat if they have been exposed to things that alter their hormonal levels. So for instance, in meat, it has been known that animals are can be fattened up using estrogen or progesterone that in some feeds for chickens there's a question mark about hormonal additives that may then come through and be digested by males and those hormones might be interfering with steroidogenesis which drives sperm production. The second group are environmental factors and there's certainly evidence of blocking of steroid receptors by some of the uh, byproducts of plastics, by phenols and other products that, with the breakdown of plastics, we may be ingesting. I don't think men have changed in, in other ways. In fact, smoking is less prevalent than it was 40 years ago. The intake of, of alcohol is probably similar. Both of those play a part in spermatogenesis and its reduction if taken in excess. Other recreational drugs, marijuana for instance, certainly does have an impact on sperm counts and perhaps more men are partaking of that, at least in their teenage and early 20s. But one still wouldn't expect that to have a population effect. But for an individual it's important. One of the other quality features of sperm is the DNA and and its um, structure, and there's certainly some evidence that there's been increase in DNA fragmentation over the years. Causes unknown. Stress can be one. Perhaps exposure to high temperatures. There have been suggestions by, by a group in Newcastle that it might be mobile phones. You shouldn't have your mobile phone by your testicles as often as we currently do. Put them in your top pocket. Again, unproven, but certainly in some mice experiments, they were able to show that the radiation of mobile phones is detrimental to spermatogenesis. So maybe it's the mobile phones because everybody's got one. No one really knows the answer. All we know is, I think, uh, even I've been convinced that these studies are showing a true trend. The good news, in Australia is that the government, the federal government, just prior to the last election, have promised 20 million dollars to Andrology Australia and some other researchers to actually investigate male fertility and its implications on other health issues and perhaps shed some light on why sperm counts might be going down. This will make Australia the first country in the world where the government of the country has acknowledged that male fertility is a significant problem. At a recent conference I was at in Asia an English professor was congratulating the Australian government for this initiative. We're involved in that program at the university I work with at University of New South Wales so it'll be interesting to see what those results turn up. And don't forget